My name's James Pikeway, and welcome to Public Speaking in the Summer, my Calm 230 course. Yeah, we're six days in. Today was the first speech. You don't get to hear them. Sorry. But there was a few comments that were made. Those are there. What did we end off with? Pretty basic. We introduced yet again, yet again, where we're going with the informative speech teased out a little bit of what is expected in informative speech and reminded folks about the power of visuals. Really, the notes are kind of cool. Got at least three videos I want people to watch, both for the content and for the inspiration. Check out the link. Give it a listen. You'll enjoy this Calm 230 in the summer. My name is James Pikeway. Here we go. One of the things that I suggest you do as you're practicing, right? Because you break it up into chunks. You've got your introduction, then you've got the, that three sort of zone area that you're talking about. Is you get used to as you're talking and, and with your with your watch, you get used to, okay, it takes me about 20 seconds to do my intro. Okay, my first point takes me about 45 seconds and that. And so as you're talking, if you notice, holy mackerel, I'm like at 30 seconds and I'm at 25 seconds, it gives you that indication that, okay, I gotta slow down with this. I find when you're doing the practice, so how are you doing the practice? Cause this becomes another interesting thing. How are you, how are you practicing? Just by yourself in your room, kind of in front of a mirror or whatever, that kind of thing. Maybe you need to pick some strangers around the house. <laughs> I, I think, you know what? I honestly, I, I think that, that, that really, for you, it's just gonna, you need to just talk slower. And maybe your friends yeah. were just being nice. I mean, you, you, you know, the other thing is, and this is another hard one with friends is friends are nice. They don't want to say, Fatma, slow down, slow down. Tell them to be yeah, absolutely were... brutal with you and say, even slower, even slower, even slower. Cause that's all it is. You just need to talk slower. That's good. But it was a good yeah. speech. It was enjoyable and talk like you're talking to me. This is, this is the flow, the way that you want it to sound as you're as you're doing those things so keep in mind that you're that's your goal as you're you're talking you're trying to sort of create this kind of feel like how you would do things so yeah anyway's good this is that that the first speech is always that big sort of ah okay i get the feel yeah well and it's a pattern right and every speech is four minutes long Every speech ultimately sounds the same. We just change the reason we're doing the speech. And this is probably the, the hardest and the easiest speech at the same time. Hardest in that it's the first one you've done. Easiest in that you're really just talking about you. So that also makes it hard because the, uh, the flow, no, the flow, yeah, flow uh, even more, just beware of talking again, beware of that conversational talk. You want to really be thinking in the, this way that you're talking to me even more like that. So it was, it was, it was, it, it was a little bit more listy, a little bit less than, than I would love, but it, it wasn't bad. So just it, really thinking about those kinds of things, but it was good. It's, you know, it's it's coming along, so I'm I'm not unhappy. Uh, all right, we've got a few more of you are, have have dialed in, which is good. We're almost ready. So so the, the that was your first speech, and as as I've said to you, as as people are coming in, great to have you back. And your first speeches were, you know, they they were nice. So they're also they also become and. 
this is really important. So when I post up the video link, uh, and I, well, I po I'll, I'll post up actually the raw audio as well. So you can go through and find your talk. So it's just, I'll just post it up exactly as I'll just, it, it, and so that you have it. The important thing is that you're, you learn from each talk. And so it's really important that if you, if you didn't record it on your own device, then go back and, and listen to it. The audio recording will, works pretty good, I usually find. But go back and listen to it for those things. And, and as I said to you, as I keep saying to you all the time, when you're doing your talks... You know the big the big things. So what are, what are the big things? You've got a four-minute speech. They're all four minutes long. They all follow a similar pattern. You want to break it into three useful chunks that develop things. Now, here's, here's something that I noticed right off the bat with, with some of our speeches, and this is the hard one, is, of course, you've written your speech. Of course you have. You When you're practicing your speeches... Practice them standing up. Practice them in front of a mirror. You want to see it. You want to you want to see yourself doing it, and you want to do that because ultimately, what you're trying to do is you're trying to create a presentation that doesn't sound like this is James. Let me tell you about what I do. I'm really interested in juicing, and I even like to do physical exercise. I like working out. I like to go for. So I mean, that's that is. That is what some, to a degree, what some of our speeches today had that that sound, which of course it's going to have a sound because you're reading it, but you don't want it to sound like that. You want it to sound more with that flow of a regular conversation. You you want to be putting in that those pauses, pause between your points. Put in some of that excitement that you have between your points. Build in that feel. Why will people? Why do people want to listen to what I'm saying? All of that becomes really important. So the, the first thing you want to be thinking about is how do I sound? And you want to be having, it's really, really difficult as you're, you're doing things. It's really difficult as you're reading, unless you've practiced it even more, to make sure that the read sounds like that, that regular conversation. The same thing that happens in that regular conversation is speed. So some of you, we, got, we had two things happening here. That's, that's four. So we had two things happening here. On one hand, we have people just talking too fast. So again, some of you are still doing that. You're, you're, you're just going, 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 going. Slow down. The easy way to slow down is to pause between your points. But don't confuse pausing between your points with that enthusiasm, with that, that thing. So it's like, so what did you do last night? Hold on, let me tell you. You did nothing because you're in lockdown. Oh, no, no, no. But you know what? I, I didn't actually do nothing. I put on my mask, got into the car, and you know what we did? We went and had some sushi. Oh, it was so nice getting out. You know, I mean, that's a little over-exaggeration, but playing with the way you would actually have that, that chat, right? So you, but you need to pause a little bit. You want to, you want to build in that high and low, that vocal variety as you're talking. You want it to sound real. You don't want it to sound like you're reading something. And remember, if when you're writing your speech, write it as you would say it. There were some of you, again, still were using words and phraseology that are not the way we talk. They're the way we write. Sounds great, but as soon as someone hears that, they tune out. They just say, this is a written thing. It's, I'm not listening to this person present these ideas to me. They're not engaging me. So that's the first one. Slow down. 
Second one said a few of you who were talking really too slow. And when you talk really too slow, especially when you talk at a regular rate, we tend to talk really slow and then we change the tone of our voice so that we sound like this, which is fine. But honestly, we don't want to sound like this because this just sounds very boring and it's going to put us to sleep and no one talk. So we've, you've got to be thinking, how do I actually sound? That emotion, that excitement. And, and when there's excitement, use it. When you're angry, use it. When you're happy, use it. Because then we talk about it. Then when you've got something, really, I want to talk to you about this. Hold on. Come in a little bit closer because this is really important. So you want, to, you want to use all of those tools that if we were looking at each other, we would... Yeah. All right. So let's let's keep going for a little bit and let's hopefully it stays okay. So that's a so the, the the first two points, some are talking too slow, some are talking too fast. You can talk slow, but you still have to have that that emotion as you talk with your friends. Think friends, think that thing. Now, but you're not remember you're talking with you want the illusion to be that you're talking with people, not at them. So that's the first thing. Second, this one, this one fit through to many of you. So we, we've talked about how our speeches are organized. So remember, there's different ways of organizing speeches, but there, there's the, the practical organization of what we're doing. Hold on, let me change these glasses so that I can see your comments easy. The, the physical organization, introduction, conclusion, those three blocks... Some of you, as you were talking, you had lots of information. In fact, you had too much information. So concentrate on something. If you're going to, so let me, let me see. If you're going to talk about cooking, maybe you're going to talk about cooking. Go right into the cooking. Talk about all the elements of that cooking. If you're going to talk about exercise, make that exercise and what those things do for you, make that. If you're talking about why you chose psychology, that's it. Don't tell me about your exercise. Don't tell me about entrepreneurship. Talk to me about the good side about that, how this worked out with brothers, how this worked out with sisters, how this worked out with parents, how this worked out at school. Just go full in and concentrate on those things. Now, you can talk about more things. It just creates more things that you need to then factor into the organization. So, you know, who is who is James? There's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about three different aspects of James. James the student, James the athlete, and James the couch potato. So those are my three points. So first of all, let me talk about James the athlete. So then you go in to talk about. So obviously, if, if I'm an athlete, you might be thinking, how can someone be a couch potato? So this, when, you're, when you've organized your ideas and you've put them down on paper, you've got to be thinking, all right, how am I going to jump from one idea to the other. Remember, this is super important with all your speeches. And this is, again, the practice, the planning, the outlining, the writing, etc. You do not want, listen to me again, write this down. You do not want your audience, that's the entire class and me, you do not want us to have to try and figure out how the points come together. Yes, you're talking about who you are, but how does you the entrepreneur, you the fashion model, you the artist, you the, how do all these things link? 
Tell us how they link. Tell us what they do. And I think that's a really, really, really important part of what you're doing is you're taking us on a trip, but you don't want us to have to try and figure out as soon as your audience, that's you, as soon as your audience has to try and figure out, hold on, how did we get from the sister who's, who's now a psychology person to the travel, as soon as we have to try and figure out how they go, you've lost your audience. You don't want to lose your audience. And I know you're thinking, yeah, but that it's going to be too simple. It's going to, they're going to think I'm dumb. Why am I keep repeating things? People love repetition. They love the reminder. Remember, this is the first time they've been introduced to these ideas. You need to paint the picture. Details are important. Why did you like something? How did you feel? How does it look? How does it smell? How does it make you feel? You, you're painting that picture, so the more details, the better. So in this whole organization phase, introduction, once you get into your three points with multiple examples for each, those become your speech. But you, want, you don't want me to have to figure out how does one idea link to the other idea link to the other idea. And you want them to link in some way. You want to build this transition through. That becomes important. That's the planning part that's really, really useful for what you're doing. And that's what keeps people engaged. That in your voice, vocal variety. Sometimes you're talking fast. Sometimes you're talking slow and low. Sometimes you think you're just, I, I've got so much to say, I can't get it out. Tell people things. Let the excitement boil over on you. And then, you know, take that breath. Oh, I want to describe my mind. And, and I loved one of the descriptions. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Nathan. I think it was Matha. Matha was talking about her mother being this iron fist of a mother running this detention center in COVID. What a great, what a great description, right? So that really works kind of well. Paint those descriptions. The description of being a mother and talking about all the things. That's really a good description. So as you're playing through these things, build those descriptions, build them in. So remember, and I heard this actually in a few of your speeches, which was nice, the, the, the introductions, we still need to work on them so they just sound good, but I heard people get a little bit relaxed after 50 seconds, 60 seconds. Excellent. That's good. You move into your, your talk, divide it up. So, so I, you know, the, who am I? Athlete, couch potato, researcher, athlete, podcaster, couch potato, beach lover, barbecuer, gardener, whatever, composter. I love stirring up the compost I have in my backyard because it smells awful. Curious thing, by the way, side note with the compost. So, you know, because I told you I juice, right? And, oh, look at today's. It looks it looks horrible. It looks like a sewer. It's really awful looking. Look at that. I don't quite know how it got that color, but it's, it's really horrible looking. So anyway, but side note, side note. And remember... Remember, so all I'm doing now is giving you an explanation of how I would do something if what you should be doing when you're talking, the pausing. So remember, all conversations in the class that I'm having are simply examples of what I want you to do constantly. So the point being, every day I, I cook up a nice little juice like this, a couple of them, a nice fruit juice for breakfast and then the veggie juice to go for the whole day. Imagine the amount of, of waste from the fruit because I put it through the juice. Juice comes out one side, junk comes out the back. What do you do with the junk? What do you do with the junk? 
What do people do? They throw it in the garbage. That's waste. I put it into big buckets in my backyard. I have four of them. I put them in various stages into these buckets. And then the buckets have holes in them. I put it with a drill. Buckets have holes. Put some water in. They get really hot. It kind of boils up. And it by the end of uh, this time of year, three months, that all of those fruit things turn into black earth. It's amazing. It goes from being fruit rinds and pits and things to dirt, soil. Yes, it turns into soil. But the thing is, and this is the coolest part, is you have to stir it, cauldron, boil, cauldron. So, but every week I kind of stir these things up. And in the beginning, when you stir up your composter, <gasps> the smell is horrible. I mean, I have them way in the back of a corner of my yard. The smell is horrible. I mean, horrible. But guess what? Guess what? You see this nose of mine? Now just take a good look at this nose. Does it look a little crooked to you? Look at that. Yeah, of course. It is crooked. So when I was 18, believe it or not, oh, come on, come on. Who said it doesn't look crooked? Hold on, hold on. Look at, look at, look at, take a look. One nostril's big. Which one is it? One nostril, one nostril's big, one nostril's small. Come on, that, that, that's not normal. Got hit in the face playing cricket. They put me in the way back of the field because I'm an awful cricket player. They put me way back in the field because they didn't want any cricket balls to come near me because I'm so terrible. Cricket ball hit the little bit of ground, right in the face, broke my nose. Ever since then, it's a, it's a curious situation because sometimes things smell really good and sometimes things smell awful. So I have a really bad problem because good things often smell bad and bad things often smell good. So how does this fit in with composting is that when you stir the compost, cauldron, boil, and it's, it's like, it is a horrible smell. But to me, it doesn't smell of anything. <laughs> so my awful compost sort of cycle for me is not a bad thing. The, the downside of the nose that doesn't smell right is, you know, when you sometimes you go into someone's house or you go into somewhere and you smell cookies, you know, that great smell of cookies, often cookies for me smell like sewage. So I'll walk in with my wife into someone's house and I'll go, oh God, does it smell like sewage back up in this house? And they go, no, no, it's cookies. Okay, good, good to know. Anyway. So the point being, you link your stories together and then you bring it back. So what's the point of all of this is that yes, I do this wonderful composting and ultimately I don't smell it when I stir it. So it's a good thing. I end up with soil and that's how the whole story came together. Now, obviously organizing things and thinking about how it goes together becomes very important. Pause, breathe, connect your stories, bring it back to where we're going and you're going to be laughing. Breathe is important. Breathe is important. Think about how things connect. We're going to talk a lot more. You've got three more speeches. One, two, three. Three more speeches. We're going to talk about those transitions. Somebody here used the transition. Moreover, ladies, you need to transition using words that... Oh, oh, so can I taste things? Yes, I can taste things. I taste things very well. Smell things? Not so well. Taste things? Yes. 
Uh, although the other day I did make this butternut squash salad and I really spiced it up and I didn't really kind of like the taste of it. It didn't taste good. My wife said it tasted awesome, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I taste things very well. I just don't smell things. And, and then sometimes things smell okay. But this has been like for so like, uh, since I was 18, <laughs> look at the color of my hair. I'm no longer 18. I actually have two sons, by the way, in case you're wondering. My, my sons are 23 and 21 are the age of my boys. Yeah. And uh, funny story with my one son, because, you know, kids are kind of a cool thing. So, uh, and a dog. His name is Brando. He is not in this room anymore. Uh, one of my sons is funny. He was, you know, he's a music engineer, right? And and so he's 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 at the studio and, and he says, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Sean Mendez is in recording and blah, blah. I said, oh, that's cool. And he goes, did you, I said, did you meet Sean Mendez? He goes, nah, I didn't meet Sean Mendez. Uh, and he said, but I met his girlfriend. And I'm going, oh, okay, cool. Where'd you meet her? So at the coffee machine, we're just, you know, chatting. I'm going, I'm going, is she nice? He goes, I don't know. She seems okay. I'm going, who is she? What's her name? He goes, oh, yeah, I don't know. Camille Cabea, something like that. I'm going, the singer? Oh, yeah, yeah. She said she was a singer. I said, nice, nice. Anyway. The point is you bring stories together, you tell things, you work through it, and you keep that working in your speech. So you, you need to, or, so introduction, conclusion, you need to organize that middle part. You need to be thinking, how am I getting through? So I was talking about more over it. No one says that. But say, so what is, so how do we, how does this affect you? So maybe we're talking about physical activity. Can just go in on that. So I exercise every day and maybe I want to talk about why I love exercising and then the downsides. So how does this affect you? So I could tell you if I was at school, ZU, I like to go for runs in the morning, which is a highly, highly dangerous thing this time of year because I then am so hot for like an hour after. So I'll go and shower and do everything, make my hair look beautiful. And then I get a class and I'm still sweating. Like I mean, it's like, oh, it's all like shirts. It's highly, highly problematic. So maybe, so I can, I might want to say, so I do all this exercise. What's the downside? There's always a downside. And I would say the downside isn't that you feel good. The downside isn't that you're getting a wonderful uh, cardiovascular workout. The downside is when you get a class I'm sweating like anything. It's like I'm still out on the running track and that's a 40 minutes after showering, 40 minutes after putting on all of the stuff so you smell like beautiful. It's horrible. And then maybe go into a story how someone asked, are you sick or you know, do you have COVID or you, why are you sweating so much? What's going Or you, know, you build that out. But you, you want to think, how do you get from one point to the other? And think about... You know, maybe it's so maybe you're talking about you did something and then after so you might say that the part two is is your reaction so you do something so you might say so you, you so you might finish off one section so I say you know okay I'm really into um, solar energy and so we've done this and all that and so then you might say so what do you do with it so with all this knowledge, so maybe we're talking about psychology. So I've gone to say, so what do you do with a psychology degree? So who was talking about their brothers? So we'd say, okay, so I'm studying psychology. So what do you do with a psychology degree? And then you go on. So you know, I've got all these people who are, you, know, you talk about, I've gone into psychology, I'm doing this, I've got people in it. And so, the, so then you stop and say, so the big question is, well, what do you actually do with a psychology degree? That leads you into your second point. That's the transition into part B, what you do with psychology. And then, 
you you obviously have your conclusion after, right? So you need to, we need to be thinking about how do we get from one point to the other? How do we move from one set of ideas to the other? That becomes very important. Pausing is important, ladies. Enthusiasm is important. You want to have enthusiasm for your topic, especially if you're talking about you. Slow down, pause, slow down, pause. I, I've written this quite a lot. No ums. Uh, 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 uh. That's because you're talking too fast. Do not do them. They, it's, it's the one thing, ladies. The one thing, if you stop doing the um, 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 um uh, you sound instantly more credible and you sound better at a talk without having done anything else. So you want to do this. Uh, sometime today, takes me some time, but uh, today, tomorrow, they'll, they'll be up, probably today, actually. Uh, question was, when are grades going to be there? Conclusions are very, very important. Remember, back to this, conclusions are the most important part of your speech, actually, because that's the end. That's the last thing people hear. That's the last thing that brings it all together and reminds us, what's all the stuff you just told me about? How does it connect? Where are we at? So you need to make sure you're putting time into your conclusions. Generally speaking, though, all of that said, and I know now many of you are going, oh, I'm, I'm so worried. What, what did I do? You're now second-guessing your speech. You're, you're, you're looking at this thing. When are you going to post up the speeches so that I can go listen to it again? Listen to what you did. It's always very good. You're, you're, I, I know what's going on in your heads. I know what's going on in your heads. Don't panic. First speech. But you need to move forward. You need to move forward. You need to be saying, okay, yeah, I've got to, I've got, I've got to work on this. I've got, I expect you to put in some homework here and that becomes the important part and you can do that. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll post up the comments and, and some marks uh, probably today, actually. We don't have a lot of time and I want you to have them. So where does this all take us? Uh, do I have any questions, by the way, at this point so far? Do we have a question? Because if not, we'll uh, we'll move on to just some of the, a couple of things that you need to know, and where you need to be going for uh, moving to our next speech. Maha, what's the question? Throw on the microphone. No, okay. <laughs> All right. So a couple of things. So we're we're moving forward. And this weekend, you've got homework. As I mean, it's it's we've only got a few weeks left, right? We've got three speeches left, so we've got two things you want to be doing on this weekend, and we've got two sets of notes that you're going to want to look at. The first set thing you want to do is we need to be thinking more about visuals and speeches. So we're moving forward. We need to be thinking more about visuals and speeches and how these visual things are going to go in. So when you go to day six and you're looking at the page, you're going to see that I've put in a couple of things. I've put in a link to uh, Presentation Zen by Gar Reynolds, and I've put in a talk by Gar Reynolds that I want you to take a look at. Gar Reynolds, I really love the stuff he does. He's written a book called Presentation Zen, and he's got a follow-up book. Just really great designer who talks about how to put together those graphics and how to put together a great speech. So you want to take a look at both of those because I'm going to ask you about the next class, and you don't want to not 
have that opportunity to to do well as we're talking about things and it's it's likely to factor into a quiz so you want to look at this gar reynolds video and you want to look at presentation zen as we start thinking about what are the elements that become very important to our speeches and he, and he does a great talk on how to do a great speech so this becomes rather rather useful and as we are moving forward, we're going to be talking about speeches and we're talking about some of those visual context things. So there's a lot of stuff that, that starts to come, come into the conversation. And I've made some notes of those things. Again, they, they come, a lot of it comes from his basic, uh, basic ideas and comes from the notes that I've posted up here as well. These are from the, the ideas that are coming from chapter 13 of the reading, but also from the videos. You want to watch it. And really quickly, much like your speech, you want to make sure that the ideas are simple, bite-sized packages that are well explained. Why do they care? Why does it matter? That is what, what becomes important. Keep it simple. Get to the point with videos, uh, sorry, with visuals. Keep it one idea per slide. That's it one idea. So those, those, those wonderful ZU presentations where you've got multiple things all over the screen, those are horrible. One idea per slide. Color matters. Is the font easy to read? Are the images pixelated? As soon as they're pixelated, don't use them. Find the royalty-free ones or take them yourself. And then there's all sorts of little things to avoid. So we're take a look at the Gar Reynolds well, we'll kick back into it next class so that we're, we're all on the same page. The second thing that we need to think about as we're moving forward is we are moving on to our next speech, which means we're moving on to the informative speech, which is very simple, a speech that is informing us. It's telling us about something. And the informative speech, what you're doing next, and the persuasive speech, persuasive speeches have a big element of information to them. You're, we're telling people about something. We're letting them know about something. But a, an informative speech doesn't want people to do anything with what they're saying. You're just telling us about it. If by chance I act on something, hey, that's great. If I don't want to act on it, I don't have to. Your goal is to share this information. So maybe you want to talk about your passion for drawing. Why? That's fine. What got you into it? And, and you break it down into three parts. Wonderful. That would be a great informative speech. Uh, will other people want to draw after? Maybe, maybe not. I mean, I talk about juicing and I talk about composting. Are you going to run out and juice and compost? Probably not. Do you find it interesting? Are you learning something? Probably. Hey, that's good. Because that's all I want to do. I just want to give you this information. A persuasive speech, on the other hand, which will be our third speech, persuasive speeches want people to do action. They want people to act on the information. That's a harder speech. So we'll talk about that. So what I've posted into today's notes are a number of informative speeches. And in some ways, they, they, they kind of overlap and with a little bit of persuasion. But for the most part, they offer us some nice tips and nice examples on how we need to talk, how to use our visual displays, and how to share information, how to group it together. And they give us examples. So we got Matt Kutz, 
who does a, a try something new for 30 days. And we've got this one, which I really love, this informative speech. What happens when you reply to spam email? And this guy breaks a whole bunch of rules, but in, but it's a rather interesting speech. And he's got an interesting way of, of presenting things. And while I often say, do not read your email or do not read your slides, he does. And it actually works in his context. So we got, we've got that speech. And of course, remember, as we're moving forward and as you're thinking about the speech you just did, your job now is to go, okay, I did it. Is there things I can do better? Yes. Am I going to do them better? Yes. You know, be sad for a few minutes if you, you know, didn't get exactly the, the A plus that you were hoping for, but you're going to move forward. Remember, introductions and conclusions are really important. You always want to have three points, three clear clusters of ideas that you're bringing together, but those clusters can be very small around why do I like to try new things, the benefits of trying new things, the dangers of trying new things, and the way people interact with me when I do new things. So I've got three things, then I, I might not get to the third one, I go to the conclusion. So remember, I typically always plan three points with stories or examples. I try to keep it very limited, close to something that so I can get right down and granular on a topic, not talking about everything that's wide and large. Remember, 90% is how you're saying it, the pausing, the word use, the conversational feel, yet I'm still doing a professional talk. doesn't mean that I have to sound boring. It doesn't mean that I have to use giant syllable words. It's how I'm presenting those ideas. And finally, of course, remember that you need to practice and plan, plan and practice. And so you don't have a lot of time. you got seven days till the next speech. So you want to start thinking about that now. And keep in mind as we're, we're doing things that, 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 that as we're working towards our informative presentation, that we're trying to provide people with knowledge. That's the key. I mean, that is it. You're simply trying to, to, you know, in one sense, oh, by the way, backing up here, there is a reading for this. And if you go to it, you can, you can download the informative speaking reading in color or black and white up to you and oh that was not what i wanted to do which one did i see so <laughs> i hate it when you do that so when you're you're looking at when you're looking at your speech you, you, and in this case when you're looking at the reading you you're going to want to go and take a look at that reading and it is there so that you can see things Download it, take a look at it. It will be very useful because we will talk about it. But I think it's very useful as you start thinking about the reading. Okay, well, what is what is an informative speech? And there's lots of little pieces that we'll talk about because there's, there's within informative speeches, there's different types of informative speeches. And we've got visuals to start thinking about how you're going to use those. And we've got all of the things that we keep doing. So all we're doing is we're building on our skill set and ultimately, the skill set that we're building on is these little things to make that show better so that when people are, when you're listening to your colleagues, you want to listen because you want to know where is it going and you're, you're getting excited by it and you're getting informed by it. And you're getting, you're going, okay, this is worth listening to. Am I going to do it? No, maybe not. But I'm interested in why the student is so excited about what we're talking about. And so that becomes 
interesting. So again, you could be informing someone through this speech, you could be teaching them something, but you're not trying to get people to do anything with it. This is purely an informative speech, not a persuasive speech. Any questions uh, at this point? Hold on a sec. We got let me, uh, any questions? Uh, any questions with at this point? So uh, here, let me just let me just too many screens open here. So let me just go back to here. So the question is, can I help you with choosing? Top? Well, there is a theme, right? You do have a theme for this talk. We do have a theme. So that's that's at least the good side of it. And let me just go into the instructor's assessments. And so for this speech, as you're looking at things, the theme for the speech, they all have themes. So you actually, you, you know the themes, ladies, of every speech you're gonna do. So for the informative speech, the theme slash title is that is how it is done. That is how it is done, which means how what is done. So if I was doing the speech, I'd probably talk about juicing because I'm right into juicing. I might talk about barbecuing, how to do the perfect barbecue and walk people through it. So first you got to have, you think about your grill. Second, you got to think about what you're grilling. Third, you got to think about what you're putting on the thing you're grilling for. So I got four things. Ooh, that's, that's dangerous. So I have to play around with stuff. So you, you want to be thinking about for your topic, that is how is it done? Are we talking about studying? Are we talking about how you choose something that you're going to buy? Are we talking about how you deal with uh, discipline of kids? Are we talking about how you entertain yourself when you're under lockdown? It's an informative speech. The theme title, that is how it is done. So you, what you want to be thinking about is, okay, well, what do I want to talk about? And, and the key is focus. Focus in and talk very specifically about something. So as what you want to do is start brainstorming. And again, I, I would spend, I would, if I was you at this point, because you have limited time, I'd say, okay, I've got two hours. I'm going to, and I would say, I would literally set a timer. I'd set a timer for yourself and say, okay, I've got two hours to come up with that topic. And I just start writing stuff down. And, and look at the thing. So remember, what's the key to a great, a great presentation? Who's going to tell me? Who's going to fire it in? What is the key to a great presentation? Who wants to turn on their mic or fire it into the comments? The key to really succeeding in your presentation is what? Amongst all the other things, it's not about the, it's not about the, you know, having a good thing. It's not about, pra it is about practice, but practicing your speech. It's, um, so the key to really small pauses, no ums. Yes, yes, yes. All good. Who's, who wants to talk? Me. Okay. Watia, what is it? I was saying that is it about being relaxed and confident and about how, what you're going to say? Yeah. And how do you give, how are you relaxed and confident about what you're going to say? What makes you relaxed? By and, practicing and knowing what, what you want to talk ah, about. Ah, ah. Practicing, yes, but really knowing what, what you want to talk about. So this yeah. is the key. So this is how it is done. Does anyone juice or am I the only juicer in the crowd here? I think I'm the only one, right? Does anyone else? I think you're the only juicer. Yeah, I'm the only juicer. So, 
so this would be a problem, right? Because because in in my mind, I might be saying, oh, I want to talk about juicing, but no one juices, and you're going to find it boring. You know what? You're not going to find it boring when I describe how I pick out. I mean, what's in this juice today? Did you know that in this juice there is corn, there are beans, there are eggplants, there are carrots, there are tomatoes, cucumbers, and zucchini. So, you know... Do I care that you don't care? No, but I'm going to explain to you why it's why it's fun, why it's why it's good to drink the juice, why it's amazing to make the juice, and all these things. And I'm going to walk you through how to put a smile on your face every morning. And yeah, and I do drink that. I'll drink this whole thing. And, but so this is the big problem. You need to talk about something that you know and care about and not care about what anyone else is going to think. Your job is to make them go, wow, that's really interesting. Much like Maha saying, it's like, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm never going to drink that juice. And you're probably thinking, what does it smell like? Because it looks like vomit from a small animal. So what a good way to describe it. Doesn't smell like that. But so the key to doing well on this is how it is done is talking about something you care about and something that's of interest to you. Maybe you're a horse lover. Talk about horses. I'm not a horse lover, but I, I can get very excited about someone who's talking about something that they're, they love. Maybe you love doing makeup. Talk about makeup. Maybe you love repairing mobile phones. Talk about that. So the key is you're, when we start talking about these informative speeches, you're giving us knowledge. Maybe you're teaching us how to do something. You're giving us information. You're telling us about something. You're informing us about something. You're not expecting us to do anything with it. So maybe there's some, you know, and I often say to students, figure that thing that you really love. So if we were at school, I might say, and you're taking another course, maybe talk about advertising. Maybe talk about your favorite psychology theory. Maybe talk about, bring it to life for us. But if you're going to do that, remember, you have to be speaking with us, not at us. So talk to us about how it informs what you do. And what I would do, again, give yourself two hours after class. Start just writing things down, looking around, thinking about what you do for spare time, thinking about what you're thinking about, thinking about what you're thinking about. Start writing those down and then say, okay, what can I, what can I do? It's, what can I do four minutes on? It's got to have a beginning. It's got to have an end. It's got to have three points in the middle. And I'm thinking you can figure something out. So as you're doing that, if you want to bounce an idea off me, yeah, sure, send it through. But I think... Ultimately, ladies, you can make a, a really easy go of this. I don't think it's uh, I, the the, cha the challenge is not finding the topic. The challenge for all of us is narrowing the topic down. So once you once you've come up with your topic, and once you you say, yeah, okay, I'm going to talk about dog grooming if you have that you know whoever maybe you have a dog you're going to talk about grooming your dog let's see i could talk about the furminator which i have so the the challenge is going to be focusing it in focusing it in that becomes really an issue Bikita, you'll talk to me after we'll sort it out so what do you need to do first of all you need to take a look at uh you need to take a look at these these little shows. We'll we'll talk about those in a bit because we're gonna wrap in a second. But you wanna you wanna think about the key things that we're looking at. You're providing people ultimately with knowledge. 
but you need to provide them with knowledge in a way that makes them want to listen to it. So remember, it's the knowledge and the vocal variety. It's the show. That becomes very important. You're trying to shape our perceptions of something. So maybe when I start describing this and, and showing you my juice, you're kind of going, it's gross. But maybe by the end of it, you're going to not think it's so gross. Maybe what you're also doing is you're, you're helping us to understand things better. You're helping us to be more successful, more rounded in our understanding of things, etc. These all become very, very important. You need to be thinking that all you want to do is increase people's knowledge. That's your job. That's your job. You want to make sure you're thinking not about so when when we're when we're you're thinking about your informative speech, inevitably you're gonna be thinking, you're gonna be talking about something, and in your mind, you're gonna you might be thinking some people's gonna say, Well, that's the that's the, the grossest thing or that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, or but why would you do that? So you your job as a speaker is to answer those questions because as you're putting it together, you might say, hmm, people might wonder why I really like this. So you might be talking about it. And, yeah, but what about this? Or what did your family think? Or so for instance, maybe you're, you're doing some crazy activities and you're thinking, oh, but how did you get your parents to give you permission to go and become a skeet shooter? Maybe you love skeet shooting. You know, it's a shotgun where they fire the, the clay pigeons up in the air. Paul, and you shoot the pigeons. Maybe you really love to do that. How'd you convince your parents to let you do that? Except, so if I was doing that talk, you're like, oh, I love going skeet shooting. And, you're like, and, you, and then and you might get to a point and you say, I know what you're asking. I know what you're thinking. But how did you convince, how did I convince my parents to do it? So it, that becomes part of that speech. And maybe that's the transition, convincing people. Part one is I love doing this. Part two is how I convinced my family to do it. Part three is where it's going to take you. Boom. You, so I'm only talking about skeet shooting, why I love it, how I convinced my parents, where it's going to take me. Three things about one very specific topic. That can work. That can work. And, and that's the key is focusing it down and thinking about those parts, answering your audience's questions, you answering them. So you're anticipating what they're going to say. You're thinking about what, the, what their response is going to be to what you're saying. You've planned that, that out. That's really, really, really important. The other uh, thing that becomes, Oh, did you hear that? I threw an eye in. Oh. The other thing that's super, super, super important is you need to support your ideas with secondary sources, with, with primary sources. So if you're talking about psychological theories, you might say, well, uh, you know, we know that we know what Descartes was talking about in philosophy, and we know that the, those philosophical ideas might have had an influence on XYZ theorists. How do we know that? Well, I, I studied this as I've learned from my professors in this class, as I've read from this textbook. You want to, or as we know from the news, as I heard from His Highness on wham where you know if you're going to be talking about a secondary source of of what the, the the prime minister has said in the uae well where did you hear that 
or if you're going to be talking about Fazal, what, what he's been doing, he's been fishing and stuff like that. Well, how do you know that? Well, I saw it on Instagram. I was on his site. So give credit to where you're getting information from. If you've read things, you need to have that built into your speech. It's not just all coming off your head. So if you're consulting resources, which in some ways you will, you need to make sure you're also bringing that into what you're doing. Uh, so <laughs> you've got lots to be thinking about. And what I, what I, I want you to be doing is I want you to do a few things. So I want you to, and as Taya said, I think we need to start thinking, working on this today. You do, because you only have seven days, seven days to pull this together. And we'll, we'll, on Sunday, we're going to go headstrong into informative speeches and going through a whole bunch of little pieces to it. I, I recommend that you, you give good old Matt Coots a look. I love his talk. It's not very long, so it's, it's a pretty easy one. And he does some great things with PowerPoints. So what you want to watch his talk for, are you taking notes? Always take notes in this class. Watch how he uses PowerPoint, but doesn't... The PowerPoints give information that he doesn't give when he's talking. Masterful. And he's got a lot of, a lot of personality, and he's, it's kind of neat. Finally, you want to watch this talk, Thomas Thwaites, because as a, an informative talk, this guy is over the top. And what he does is he builds a toaster from scratch. So it doesn't just go by the parts. He makes everything. And he does a great job of incorporating some video in that. I hate the way he talks. And I, I, it drives me nuts. I think he talks too fast and he does a whole bunch of things. But it really is a great, in, from an informative perspective, it's a, it's a fantastic talk. So you want to give that just a little look. And we want to be talking about, okay, what's the role of the story in it? How, about, how do gestures? What about eye contact? You want to be watching these speeches to think about all those things and to think about, okay, well, what are the parts of those speeches? So that, that you've got a whole bunch of little things that you want to be thinking about. But don't forget, you also want to watch Gar Reynolds, Why Storytelling Matters. And so you've got a whole bunch of little things that we'll bring all together on Sunday as we dive further into this conversation. But that's where we're going. So what have you got to do? Let's go, let's, let's go right back. Here's the conclusion of the class today. One, one, you need to start thinking right now and in two hours have decided what are you actually going to do for your next speech. You need to be thinking about that. That's your goal. Don't let it sit. Don't wait because you don't have time. You need to start thinking about it. Do that quick outline and then take a break and let things go together. Go watch Gar Reynolds because he's talking a lot about how to put speaking, how to, how to put together a speech. And he talks quite a bit about using visual aids. And I think that becomes very interesting. And he, he does a good job of using PowerPoint. So take a look at that. And then in the class that we, we've just had the little bits of the notes that I'm introducing you to. You've got your informative speech reading that we'll pick up on next class. Watch the Matt Coots video because it really is a good video. And watch the one at the end, Thomas Thwaites making a toaster. Coots is a, a great speech and it, it's a great example of an informative speech that borders on being persuasive, but really it's informing you about why he did something and I, I trying something new for 30 days. He uses lots of stories. It's kind of cool. Thwaites builds a toaster and that, that in its own 
is interesting to watch and the way he's used the visuals and things like that. And, and sometimes you watch speeches and you go, I don't really like the way they talk. That's an indication, again, a good thing for you to say, why not to do something? All right, we've jumped through. You have a lot of homework, ladies. With number one, the goal being start working on speech number two, which is your informative speech. That is how it is done. That's what you're talking about. Maybe, you know what? Maybe talk about how to put together that great speech. Maybe that's the speech. Informative. Mm. You're, you're living it. Mm. Time management. Summer school. Three things that you're living that you could share stories about and that could relate to students. You might say, oh, well, that sounds so easy. Say, Maybe it's not so easy. How are you going to bring it to life using examples? Eh, mm, I don't know. Questions from anyone at this point? Anyone have a question? Anyone have a question? Anyone have a question? Questions? Questions? Anyone? Yes, sir. Yes. So what we should do for la for next class is just look at the videos and start with our next speech. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you're what you want to do for your next the next class is one, make sure that you've got you figure out what you want to do. Two, sit back, relax, watch those videos, but take notes on them. Think, okay, well, what's the key point? You're you're watching them to help build your own your own quality talks. So it's not just watching them to waste your time. I'm not, I don't want you to waste any time because you don't have time to waste. So you want to watch them to, to get some inspiration. Think not just about what they're saying, but how they're actually doing it themselves. So that's, yeah, I want you to, if ultimately, the one talk, the Gar Reynolds talk, is really about doing talks and, and how you put together your 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 visuals and he's talking about himself he's he's kind of a cool guy he lives in japan he's married to a japanese woman he, he you know it, it's a kind of a cool thing and he's a designer so that's kind of neat the and then the matt coots talk is just a great informative speech and then the final one the thwaite talk can't stand the way he talks but it's another good informative speech and it it informs me on not to talk like him. He talks way too fast and he moves all around. It's like, it's like, dude, you just want to kind of pin him against the wall and say, stop moving. But anyway, give it a watch. Yeah. So that did that answer your question? Yeah. Yes. Plan? Thank you. Take a look at those things. Uh, anyone else? Any other questions? Watia? Nice. Good job. I'm glad you got that out. Well done. Watia's giving you a round of applause as well. Good work. Ladies, excellent job. Excellent work by everyone. And Maha's given you, you've got it all together as well. Excellent. There's a whole story there. I think you could just do the whole story about you, your grandparents and your grandmother raising you. I think that's a, that's the whole story right there. The lessons Thank learned from grandma. I think that if, so, I mean, I'm just going to say this because we just heard yours now. If I was doing that speech, honestly, yeah. I would have done it all on lessons from your grandmother. So who am I? You're, you're formed, as you said, you lived with your grandparents. They, your grandmother brought you up. I would have done the entire speech just on that. Three things that you learned from your grandmother. So who am I? I'm going to tell you from three lessons I learned from my grandmother. That's, what I, that's how I would have done that speech. So this is, again, the same thing that I've heard from... So, so not that you didn't do well. You did, you did... It was a nice speech. Think... The, the challenge we face as you're putting together your speeches is we're thinking, oh, I've got to include so much stuff. Focus in on that one thing and give us the world of it. And remember, we're nosy. Everyone's interested in things that you're talking about. 
we, we, people are looking for shared connections so that they can relate to you. So maybe other people haven't been raised by their grandparents, but there might be something your grandmother's done that, that people go, Oh, my grandma's exactly the same. And, and, you know, take it from there. So this is, it's focus in on something and then give us all the pieces of it and explain it. You don't have to encompass the entire world and say, Oh, I like this and I do this and it focus, focus, but it was good. It was, and that's the challenge you're going to face on your next speech, focusing in. So you want to be start thinking about that. And of course, uh, after classes, if you need to have a chat, you you know how to get a hold of me. I, I usually stick or I do stick around, but we can we can arrange to zoom up uh, outside of that as well if we need to, and have have those conversations. But start thinking about it. Good job, Bakita. By the way, thank you very much. Do we have any more questions from anyone else? At this point, any more questions? Any more questions? Hello, you've been listening to Public Speaking in the Summer, Com 230, my summer class. This was day six. First speech, introduction to informative speech to come. Lots of information to be shared. Click on the link in the description. If you want to get in touch with me, it's easy. www.jamesed.com or find me on the socials at the James Cast. You're listening to Calm 230 in the Summer, public speaking with me, James Pikeway.